Hello, all sentient beings, and welcome to the Transmissions Podcast, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party... Transformers! On this episode, New Age Toys gives us a tiny third-party Dinobot Grimlock. Jeremy rejoices at the arrival of a new Black Convoy figure in the Hasbro Legacy line, and Velocitron also gets a Legacy shout-out with a new Cybertron Override figure. Today is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022... And this is episode 487 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that can't wait for the Bumblebee cameo in the eventual Gargoyles movie. I'm your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko, joined by the excellent Transmissions team, creator, producer, and star of Empire of Rust, editor Mike. Oh man, I could really go for a Gargoyles movie. And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Uh, Only if they use that incredible opening theme song that the gargoyles tv show had um yeah i'd be in for that too let's talk transformers all right yeah gargoyles is something maybe we should do an extra on because that was such a great show Mm -hmm. i would totally be down for that i love that show so much yeah daryl get on that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right all right well as always we start off the show by thanking the people that are really the reason we're able to keep doing this are our wonderful Donatrions who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Uh, we couldn't do it without you guys. And um, our, our, I just got an email about our domain being needing to be renewed and just happy that I don't have to worry about, about you know, trying to justify the, the cost for another year. It just, you know, the podcast can afford it thanks to all your support. So uh, thanks for that. Yeah, that's strange. I, I, I got an email too saying that uh, like four pre-orders of mine came due. And, uh, you know, I felt really good too that, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the podcast can, can afford that, right? And, and the podcast didn't afford that because we're not buying that for you, Daryl. What? Did, did my on. Patreon money go to, to, go to Daryl's habit? Is that what's going on here? No. It, it goes for stuff we need for the podcast and it goes for stuff like our – Drawing, we're going to be doing an alt mode this week for a humble bundle that will be given away to um, to a lucky um, person that entered. And uh, thanks for everyone that did enter and to our Donatrions who get an auto entry into any giveaways we do. So uh, as, as another bonus, they can get early access to Empire of Rust, our wonderful Transformers live play RPG podcast. But uh, Mike, why don't you tell everyone about the episode that just came out this last Monday? Sure thing. So this uh, last Monday here, uh, episode 76 came out, uh, The Spark Awakens Part 1. Uh, we actually did a fairly long recording session when we did uh, the Part 1 and Part 2 on this one. So we figured, you know what? It's long enough. Why don't we split it up into two? And we did. So this wraps up the uh, chapter at the Vault of Stars with all of the the information and everything that the players are getting. Uh, And then we move on to the the next chapter in this story. So definitely take a listen and let us know what you think. It was a fun ride. So does this have to do with like trade negotiations? Not especially. Were you looking for that? Well, I mean, anytime I think of something awakened. Oh, no, sorry. I was thinking Phantom Menace, getting it stuck in my head. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm focused on prequel era stuff because Obi-Wan comes out this week. Oh, yes, yes. 
Anyway. I can appreciate that. I should have made an Obi-Wan joke, but I didn't. Lost opportunity. You'll have time. (laughs) Anyway, let's get into some toy news and actually talk about Transformers. All right. And uh, and first up this week, I wanted to take us over to the third-party realm, uh, as I tend to like to do, and uh, talk about some little guys that uh, are coming out. And uh, start off uh, the show this week by talking about New Age toys. And New Age is coming uh, to the market, starting off with um, a repaint. Now, shouldn't be surprised by that. Uh, these, uh, these companies do repaints like they're going out of style. And uh, this one here is a repaint of their jazz figure, which they call Monero. And it is um, a gold repaint. So inspired by the AEG1 episode, The Golden Lagoon, uh, this one is a completely gold repaint. um, And uh, it looks great. This is a really cool figure. Um, I think this is the same one that I have. I think the jazz figure that I have is the New Age one. It's hard to remember between all the companies that, uh, you know, that exist right now, but I'm pretty sure the the one that I have is the New Age Jazz. Th- this is a very good figure. Um, it, it looks the part. Its transformation is really cool and intricate, and uh, the the alt mode is uh, is just a really awesome looking Porsche 911. So uh, yeah, I really like this. And if you're a fan of these gold uh, um, these gold repaints, just if you if you really liked that that episode, the Golden Lagoon. Um, you know, pick this up. It's it's a really cool looking figure, um, and uh, they really did a good job on it. Uh, so you know, so yeah, take a look at that. But uh, the real one that I wanted to talk about this week is the the new one that they've they've kind of brought to the uh, the market, and it looks like New Age is uh, coming to the table with some Dinobots, and they're starting it off with Grimlock. And of course, this is going to be in their Legend scale, which this is where they kind of shine. And uh, we've got uh, we've got Grimlock starting it off here. So they show him in uh, in all of his glory, his ro- uh, robot mode, his his T Rex mode, uh, which is not it's 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 a it's the 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 Transformers T Rex. It's definitely not uh, you know the way that science reflects a, a T Rex anymore, but it's the way Transformers represents T Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, so, you know, you can take a look at this and you can kind of be nostalgic for the way that, uh, T-Rex used to be portrayed in, in, uh, in media back in the eighties. Back but, when Pluto uh, was a planet. Right. <laughs> um, uh, you can see him here uh, he's, he's even in his dino mode, he's very articulated. Uh, those, uh, those old little tiny scrawny arms, uh, are, are, are very, very articulated. Um, in his, uh, robot mode, he can, uh, kind of sorta do the superman landing uh pose uh it's it's very cool he's got uh like a blast effect that can he can put on his uh uh out coming out of his mouth and he can also uh have that being used as a sword um it's it's you know pretty cool so i really like the way that this thing looks and um i've been kind of looking for a way to get into a third party uh, series of Dinobots, and this might be it. I, I really don't want to go for Masterpiece scale because it's way too expensive. But uh, if I could do, a, um, you know, a, a, a Legend scale one, then I, I really might be uh, interested in going that route. Um, so let's open it up here. Jeremy, I, I know that uh, you do also have a, a, 
a fairly good selection of uh, legend scale stuff. What do you think of these two offerings from uh, from New Age here? We've got the the Golden Lagoon Jazz, and we've got the the Legend Scale Grimlock, which they are calling y- Ymir. Uh, I don't Ymir. know Y M I R. Ymir. Ymir. Cool. But, I think uh, it was uh, let's uh, just named after him. a Norse god or something. Okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, Jeremy, what do you think? I think these both look really good. I mean, the Jazz, like you said, it's just a repaint, but it looks fantastic i think the gold looks really good on it um you know it's always hit or miss with golden figures um but if if it turns out like these images i think that looks really good um i do wonder about like like, these are just uh renders right no no these are these are real pictures oh they are okay because i you always worry about like the like the roof of the car which is really it's all clear plastic that's been painted for the the parts that need to be painted and the colors yeah. never really match yeah. the rest of the body. And this looks like they've matched it pretty well. So yeah, that looks good. I think the Grimlock really is the highlight though. Cause he, he can emote so well in this, in, in robot mode and in the dino mode. Uh, I really love the, the blast effect you mentioned the having it be a flaming sword just is great. Don't try to reproduce any other swords that were done. Just give him, mm-hmm a flame that can stick onto a handle and, you know, it looks great. But then just the poses he can make with in dino mode, they, they made the arms long enough where he can like scratch his chin and, um, yeah. he, he can make all sorts of different poses. Um, I just, this looks like a really fun, di- uh, Grimlock that will, you know, look great on the shelf and you can just set up a scene like this one where he's like walking on top of, of, um, shark decons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he looks like a just a great little figure. Mm-hmm. And, and Mike, um, I, I'm not too sure of of if you've really dabbled in the legend scale realm. But um, what are your what are your thoughts on on these legend scale offerings from New Age? That Grimlock really does look amazing, uh, and and yeah. Yeah, I think I'm kind of in the same boat with you here, Daryl. I I don't really have a ton of like legends size stuff. I have a, a wind blade and that's it. I can, no, I'm sorry. I have two. I have a wind blade and I have a, a, uh, uh, Scorponok, the, um, iron factory Scorponok, whatever it's, it's name was, mm-hmm. but yeah, this guy is certainly tempting me. And I'm going to echo what everyone said on this one, the articulation on those arms, the, the like ability for this figure to really emote, uh, is really impressive. I don't get the fish. Um, yeah, am I missing something? He's got a little blue fish accessory that comes with. It was probably from that one episode that none of us remember, but Charles would know. The one episode, <laughs> the one episode that had the fish. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm drawing a blank on that as well. But uh, but yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I'll let you know. Like, I I I do have a considerable little collection of uh, of of Legend Scale stuff. I'm sitting at around a dozen of them right now. So. Um, Nice. Uh, you know, I, uh, if you, I didn't want to give you the impression that I didn't have any. So I, I, I do have a, a fairly substantial collection of, uh, of legend scale things here. That's okay. Your, your nerd cred is intact. You're good. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, this, this is a, a really impressive looking figure and 
The only thing I can say is it's a little nitpicky, but the yellow section that forms his chest in robot mode looks a tiny bit like a diaper in his Grimlock mode, like in the dinosaur mode. Mm-hmm. I guess it just depends on what angle you're looking at it, but yeah, it's a little... I would have preferred maybe a duller yellow or like a more of a goldish color, not like a chromed or anything. If they could have did that, would been great, but... Yeah, maybe just something a little bit less intense, considering the rest of the yeah. figure is gray and your eye just goes to that section. I wonder yeah. if there would be like some toy hack stickers or something that could help break up that solid yellow with some detail. Yeah. Well, there's that, but I mean, the answer to your question is the the topic or the item we talked about just prior to this. This figure will be recolored numerous times i guarantee this is a toy or sorry this is a cartoon colored version there will be a toy colored version there will be a metallic colored version there will be a g2 colored version multiple (laughs) g2 colored versions actually because Mm. there was the light blue there was the dark blue right there may even be the you know quote-unquote power rangers version you know because they put them in red why not um there will be a bunch of different versions of this guy. Um, and why not, you know, just for the hell of it. But, uh, yeah, this, you know, so if this version of Grimlock, you think, oh man, he looks great, but I really don't like the, the way he's painted. Just wait, just wait, just wait. They'll <laughs> <laughs> paint him another way. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Just look at the jazz. There's a, that's, that has got to be the, at least the eighth different paint job that jazz has got. Speaking of which, it's not a bad-looking paint job for it. I'm not really the biggest fan of the Golden Lagoon stuff, but, you know, for those for those fans who like it, then you you got an option for it. So that's cool. Certainly a pass for me. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad it's there. But, yeah, I get your mm-hmm. point there, there Daryl. I, I do imagine that there'll be plenty of repaints of this figure. I also imagine that the engineering that went into him was probably a little bit more complicated than others because, I mean, I'm looking at, like, all the stuff that needs to fit into that tail for his legs in. That's a lot of stuff. So I imagine they'll mm-hmm. want to recoup their costs with uh, as many repaints as possible. Oh, sure. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Ymir, actually, I had to look it up. Ymir is the father of the Jotuns or the Frost Giants in Norse mythology. Oh, cool. All right. And that, and that is Mythological Corner with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and in our Discord, both DJ Run and Aquatro are uh, reminded us that it is Grimlock's new brain is where the fish came from. Okay. So good job. It's still Charles's fault for not being here because that's his job to remember these things. Yeah. Yeah. You, when Charles you, is not here, we stupid. <laughs> <laughs> when Charles is here, we aren't that much better either. <laughs> no, it's true. Ronan and Quattro, do you guys want to host the show? <laughs> <laughs> I think they do. all right well that's my thoughts for it so yeah cool yeah yeah so thanks guys uh jeremy uh what do you got Uh, well uh you put this in my list before i could get to it to grab it and put it in my list because we both we both knew that this was what i was going to be talking about this week um it's fairly obvious we all know you yeah and we all knew this was coming the inevitable black convoy repaint of the you know laser optimus prime so um, you know, this is also RID Scourge, which is what this actually is representing because uh, 
you have the upside down G2 Autobot logos uh, instead of a Decepticon logo, which is my favorite part about this. And I, I really wish that the U.S. release of the original toy did that. But this is the, the black and pink and teal version of Optimus Prime. And I, I think this looks absolutely amazing. I will be picking this up as soon as I can. Um, he, like I said, he has the upside down Autobot logos as a faction symbol. So hopefully Hasbro brings them over like that. Um, but then he comes with everything that the, the G2 Laser Prime comes with. The, the sword, the matrix, um, everything is just a hot pink color here, which makes it even better. Um, I, I love the paint job they did here, like in the truck mode, the, Whereas like the, the laser prime had, uh, let me see the side by side so I can, um, the laser prime has the, the flames on the cab. Uh, this is more muted with just some teal kind of, uh, lines, just a more simple design, but I, I really like that sets it apart. Um, the trailer is a bit darker gray. I, it doesn't really look metallic, like shiny, like the, um, you know, the original was, I'm hoping in person that it is more shiny, like they can paint it to look more shiny. But even without it, I think this is just such a good, you know, an obvious repaint, but such a good job on this. Uh, so, Mike, uh, do you have the uh, affection towards the uh, R.I.D. Scourge slash Black Convoy that I do? And what are your thoughts on this? I actually do. Uh, back when I got when I got back into collecting, I started uh, with Beast Wars, but didn't really get like the full line or anything. Uh, the R.I.D. line was the first toy line that I really collect, like intentionally collected. And the Scourge figure from that line was is still like one of like my favorite pieces from that entire set. So I do really in, enjoy that figure. Like all of like, the big leaders from that series, I really enjoy the Prime, the Magnus, and the the Scourge. Uh, so that being said, this does not really echo the Scourge that I know. Are you certain that? Is this supposed to be? Because I know it says R.I.D. Scourge in parentheses, like on the Transformers Legacy Leader Class Black Convoy like listing. But is it supposed to be a a representative of Scourge, or is it supposed to be just a Black Convoy? Well, I mean, you would think a Black Convoy would have Decepticon symbols, but this one in, in the the Japanese version of the cartoon, all the Decepticons had upside down Autobot logos because they were originally Autobot protoform. Sure. And in the U.S. version, they made those Decepticon logos. Hmm. So that's what I, I was. I'm thinking it is interesting. Yeah, like this figure. Like, this figure is actually a pass for me. I think I'm gonna wait until someone does the, again a closer to like a Scourge paint job with it. This just seems a little bit. I don't know. It, it just. It just is not. Like, I don't feel it as, as much as I would if they did a straight scourge repaint. And when I first looked at this, I actually had to look up the, like, what the paint job was on the original scourge figure just to see what it looked like. And cause I, I couldn't place that. I couldn't figure out what was bothering me about it. And I'm aside from like the hot pink, like highlights for it, like, okay, that's, that, that's a thing. Sure. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I, I like the idea behind this. I want to get a Scourge from this mold, but this, like the Black Convoy, like this paint job specifically, really isn't doing it for me. Okay. Well, more for me. 
<laughs> yep, yep, more for you. You can get a uh, two or three extra. Yeah, Daryl, uh, this thing brings back something that we haven't seen in a lot of modern toys, and that is light piping in the head. So, did you notice that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, now, the fact that I haven't, uh, I haven't noticed it in in a lot of modern toys is something that uh, you know I really haven't pay- been paying attention. Uh, but I haven't been buying a lot of modern toys recently. But the um, but you're right. Uh, it probably has and a the, lot. To... The, the laser prime. I've just looked at mine, and he does not. No. Oh, that's so. interesting. Um, the it probably has a lot to do with the the amount of translucent pink on him. The mm-hmm. it's an interesting choice that they went with translucent pink. Uh, you know, probably for the windshield, but you know the amount that's on him is. It's a lot. Um, the weapon, you know, probably has a lot to do with it as well. The shoulders stand out to me. And and that's probably the, the part that, you know, kind of sticks out. Um, the only part that really sticks out. I really do like the deco. It's nice. But I don't know. It seems like there's there's too much hot pink going on. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. Right there with you. It, I don't even know if you could, if you got rid of the weapon, if it would help it. The shoulders, the 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 weapon is a big eye draw. So if you got the, mm-hmm. if you got rid of the weapon, then maybe it would it would change it. But the shoulders, there's a lot of pink in those shoulders, and it's this translucent plastic that I'm really not a huge fan of, uh, just because of the, the the reputation it has for really being crap over the over year of the like time. So yeah, uh. I like it. I really like the look of it, but I wonder if you if you changed the that the pink on the shoulders, that bit on the shoulders to even just black, you know, just to leave it as black, if it would be better because this this um, you know, black convoy is not I I think the subtlety of the colors is what makes it the the teal and the pink. There's not a ton of it on the original figure. And yeah. I mean, I'm looking at my original one right now, and it's it's basically the the eyes and the white piping for that, and then the windows and the sword. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, and I think that that's that subtlety is really what what is the the big a big plus in that original toy. Um, as far as the alt mode goes, I I, I like the alt mode. Um, we know from that last uh, that last Hasbro call that that vacuum metal chrome is is just it's not happening right now so right. you you're just getting you're getting gray paint it's what's it's what's happening we're you know vacuum metal chrome just isn't happening we got to suck it up and deal with it um so i like the alt mode i think it looks good you're really not getting a big um a big dump of of pink and, you know too much color in that alt mode it's really quite subtle and uh, and i like it i like the way that that alt mode looks um yeah but uh i don't know i don't know whether i'd i'd pick it up if i saw it i have an original as well and i really like the original one so generally in that case i'll just stick with the original uh just because for all intents and purposes it's better and uh you know why buy something that's new when the old one's still still good um but yeah i i see it i like it it's nice and uh, for anyone who doesn't have, you know, an original or or, or wants to get a, a, you know, a modern version, you know, I can't see a problem with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully we'll we'll get more. We'll get official pictures soon and clear up some of the some of the questions. But yeah, I I can see how the, the pink would turn 
a lot of people off. And I'm, lo- I'm looking at my um, laser prime right now, and it, it's probably just that particular type of plastic that they're replacing with the pink. And yeah. just, if they did one thing pink, everything with that particular plastic also had to be pink. Exactly. All right, well, that is all I got this week. Mike, what do you have? I have two uh, two things I want to talk about from the Legacy Collection. Uh, the first is we got some size comparisons of the upcoming Menasaur figure with uh, the Shattered Glass Jetfire. So I mean, we knew that the Motormaster himself is going to be Commander Class, uh, but the height of the combined form really is uh, spot on with the the Jetfire. Uh, it's it's almost like head for head, it's almost the exact same height, uh, and they show some uh, some comparisons on the height of that, uh, how tall the main Motormaster figure is in relation to the combined mode. Uh, it comes up to just under his waist, uh, and Motormaster is uh, about the same size as the uh, the Earthrise Prime. Uh, also, we get some more uh, close up images of how the Combiner Wars ports are going to be attaching the the other Stunticons to the back of the legs. Uh, and these images show, uh, it looks, it. I'm actually not certain what these figures are. I thought it was going to be like an off-road and a Sunstreaker. Am I incorrect well, on so that? So he's showing a Combiner Wars figure in the right leg there and one, one of the new Stunticons in the left leg. Uh, okay. And you can gotcha. see on the left leg, there's a, a little peg that goes to the right that the Combiner Wars don't have. And that's what on the call he was saying how it'll you can stick the combiner wars figures in there for pictures and stuff, but it doesn't it's not really that stable because it doesn't have the extra piece to hold it in. Understood. Yeah. Uh, but it does show at least that it is possible. So if you really do want to to do some interesting uh like fan modes on it, uh that is certainly doable. Uh, but yeah, so check those pictures out, and it shows a lot of what this figure is going to look like. Uh, the other thing that I want to talk about is we got a uh, announcement of uh, Override from the Cybertron line is coming to Legacy. And this figure looks uh, almost like an exact replica of her old uh, Cybertron mold. Uh, it's a really good-looking uh, figure, really striking for, in its white and red color scheme, too. So uh, pretty interesting stuff here. So, Daryl, I'm going to jump to you first. What are uh, your thoughts on uh, these two figures? Do you actually have an override, or ever, did you ever have an override? I'm uh, pretty sure I have an override somewhere uh, in one of the boxes I've got kicking around here. I, 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 like, the, uh, I like the transformation of the... Uh, of that, you know, kind of Cybertronian sports car. So, uh, you know, likely I've I picked one up a, a while ago. I've I've messed with dozens of them at the at the store. So, I've definitely gotten some experience with them. So, <laughs> I I like the look of this, and I know that I we I mentioned this to you, you know, off air, is that it really looked like they just kind of took the original figure and just kind of pumped it through the mold again and you know, reissued it because I'm looking at it and it really looks very similar, but, uh, you know, upon closer inspection, you can definitely see that it's, it's new. Uh, so yeah, I, I like it. It looks neat. Um, you know, hopefully the, uh, the spring loaded gimmick is, is either removed or, uh, you know, isn't as touchy because once that thing, uh, kind of lost, you know, any kind of, 
you know, locking, it, it, it really just fired off with, uh, you know, um, at the touch of, uh, you know, anything. It just, it was really, really, really terrible. But uh, I like it. It looks good and uh, and overrides a, a really cool character. Um, yeah, it's a it's a nice looking figure. The um, the, the size comparison for Menasaur, um, I found actually I did find that fairly interesting. Uh, I I kind of think I I held out hope that Menasaur would be bigger than it's showing here. I do have Siege Jetfire, and I was really kind of hoping he'd be bigger than that. I don't know why, but you know, Motormaster is a commander, so I guess it makes sense that they're going to be the same size. But in my head, I was hoping that you know a fully assembled combiner was going to be bigger, and it's not. So that kind of sucks. Um, you know, I, this is our first look at you know, uh, you know, Menasaur almost fully assembled, right? There's, you know, there's two legs on his, on his back and he's got, uh, he's, he's got one arm on. So that's, that's pretty cool. The, um, I, I like his look and, and he's, he's an interesting, you know, figure and I'm already, I'm kind of pot committed on this. I've pre-ordered, uh, you know, uh, all three of the, all three of the figures that have been, you know, pre-orderable. So I'm, I'm, I'm in on this, but the, uh, I was, I was really kind of, Hoping he would be bigger. Does the size like actually concern you, or does it make it? Does it make you you want to cancel the pre-orders, or are you still still in for it? Not really. I mean, my siege jetfire isn't isn't out or displayed. Um, I don't know. It's just it's something about the look of them that I'm I'm not I can't really quite put my finger on. But I I, I was just I was hoping for some, uh, hoping for it to look different. Maybe it's those legs. Remember, I, I've mentioned it before that the legs I you keep the cars are on the back and you can't see anything. What's the point? Right. And Mm. it's, it's such a pain in the butt that you've got all these, like why even buy the cars if they're not going to see them in combined mode? You know, it's, it never made any sense to me. That's why I always liked it. You know, with the, uh, the G one figure that you could, you could put it either way. Um, I don't know. It's just something about them is, is doesn't sit right with me in my brain and, and, Sure, the size would be better; it would help, but I don't know. You can't really does, do anything about the. You can't really do anything about the size. Um, yeah. Does Siege Jetfire is Siege Jetfire smaller than the Combiner Wars combiners, or about the same size? Um, that's a good question. I don't think I've I've stacked them up side by side before. Um, hmm. They're they're going to be close. Yeah. They're going to be close. I would assume that they're smaller. The 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 Combiner Wars uh, figures. I assume they're smaller. But uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I I know I'm buying it, but I'm not blown away by this. You know, that's that's the that's the the takeaway, I guess. All right, that's fair. How about you, Jeremy? Do you have any interest in Override? Uh, probably. Uh, I mean, I, I have one of these i haven't pre-ordered any of the others yet but i'm i'm likely to get some of these it, it does i never had a minasaur so it is kind of one of those i've always wanted to get and i i totally see daryl's point about the the cars on the back of the legs it, it's always seemed a little dumb to me but it is what it is um i do like how uh in the post 
here, Mark said that um, he does have two wild riders on the back because the legs can be interchangeable, but um, the arms are unique to each one. So, hmm. um, you know, that's why you see one of the arms here is still blank, but the, the size doesn't really bother me all that much. I mean, I'm not as, as picky about that as Daryl is, but I, I think commander class is pretty big. So as someone that doesn't even, doesn't even have the jet fire, you know, it, I, I, I think it's a good size for a combiner in my collection. So I, I'm perfectly fine with it. And, yeah, I, I do love seeing how much bigger it is than like the the Earthrise Prime because I mean that that's a good good display is just showing any kind of combiner towering over other figures. So it's all in how you how you choose to display it. All right, I'm not certain for for me if I'm going to pick up the Override or not. It's certainly a good looking figure. I think if I do, it'll be an impulse buy more than a pre order. Uh, and as far as the uh, the Motomaster, I haven't pre-ordered any of the Sonicons, so I'm likely not getting a Motomaster either. So yeah. Oh, sorry, I completely missed that you were asking about Override because I was looking at Minotaur at the time. No Override, worries. I'm I'm not sure about the. I'm I don't really like the vehicle mode here. It it just you can see too much of the robot in the vehicle mode, and it, that bugs me. Okay. Um. It. it I do wonder if maybe they'll do a repaint of this into drift because I do kind of in the vehicle mode, I see hints of what could be a drift like vehicle hmm. and, and the Japanese styled head. I don't know. It's been a while since I've looked at drift, but I could see them doing something like that, even though I think it would be a poorly looking like a, a poorly designed drift. Just if the vehicle mode looks like this. But this is a, a a unique mold as of now, so I you know they're going to have to redo it into some figures. If they don't do it as a drift, what else could they do? You think? Um, well, I mean, any number of Cybertronian cars. I mean, uh, we just got an RC, so likely not an RC, but um, maybe a Blur. Uh, I don't know. What about you, Daryl? What do you think? Man, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm actually really bad at this. <laughs> it's see, seeing seeing other characters in uh, in this uh you know uh in in these current molds um yeah i'm i'm no good at this so. i have a feeling that they would probably do one of the other uh fembots from g1 maybe something like a like a, a firestar or uh what was the green one green light was it green light well okay um, yeah there was i mean there was Greenlight was was a recently got a toy. Okay, um, yeah, I can see them doing that. It's I don't know a little unimaginative, but I can see it happening. Do a, a Transformer Speed Racer crossover. <laughs> that could actually work. The uh, the the Mach Five. I could see that. Yeah. All right. Well, those are uh, the two figures that I wanted to talk about, uh, and I think that's it for the toy segment. Yep. So let's go into trips to the store. And this is the segment of our show where we get to show off all the awesome transformer stuff we got this week. Uh, we do this as a video on YouTube so you can actually see everything we got, but we also put the audio right here in the podcast. So keep listening as we described all of our stuff in loving detail, then pop over to YouTube and you can actually see what we got in awesome high definition. Without further ado, trips to the store. The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. I'm going to go first because I have 
absolutely nothing. I, I just was having to dig through some of my my um, boxes in in a, a bin because I have not had a chance to get anything. So I decided to pull out my alternator's uh, sideswipe, which is not transformed, but he looks amazing. I, I think I actually prefer the car mode to the the transform mode of, of this one. Uh, so you got the engine. Uh, does he have the engine? That I think so. I haven't looked in a while. Oh, it does not have the engine in here. What? Oh, but it, it's somewhere. Um, it might still be in the box or it might be in the bag, but no, he does not have the, engine. how can he go if he doesn't have the engine? I mean, I know I have it somewhere here. Uh, the rubber tires are still in, in great shape. So that's great. Uh, I love the, I don't know if you can read that there, the, the um, license plate there. So this was just, uh, this was a fun line, but I always found it frustrating to transform. Uh, and, in some cases, it was the the robot mode just didn't seem to work out as well as I would like. In other cases, it was amazing. So kind of hit or miss, but this is still an awesome line with licensed vehicles. Like this, this is Dodge Viper, you know. So you know, the Viper was an amazing looking car. I know Daryl would agree with that. So I do like that car. Uh, and then you know, just even thing little details here like the seats, uh, you know, steering wheel, every everything about the car mode of these were, were amazing. So uh, that is all I got this week. Daryl, let's go to you and see what you got. Well, uh, I'm going to continue what uh, I've been doing for the last couple of weeks and uh, just showing off a couple figures that uh, I just keep doing in pieces here. Um, these are my uh, Moon Studio train bots again, but uh, now I've transformed them. Uh, so this is, uh, this is Moonshine in his train mode, and uh, he's, he's gorgeous. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I had a fun time this week, uh, transforming him into, uh, into his, his train and, uh, and, and for comparison, I did have, uh, this is the, uh, uh, I think it's, what is it? Ice pick or, or something like that. The other one. So these guys are essentially the same, same train and completely different transformations and, uh, basically the same size. I mean, the paneling, I think, look, can you hold those back up? The the paneling I think looks very similar, but it's just different enough that yeah, know, it it looks like two different trains, even though you, yeah, the in, the skeleton is the same. Yeah, and I'm sure someone like uh, Quattro, who's a train enthusiast, uh, would be probably screaming at the screen saying, yeah, uh, you know, they're not the same train. They're you know <laughs> one's this model and one's that model, and I'm sure you're right. You're you're probably very right, um, but. Uh, they look very similar to me. So, um, so yeah. And, uh, and, and ice pick is very much heavier than, uh, than, than moonshine. So aren't those yeah. in scale with the Lego train tracks? They are. Yeah. So I got to buy a shit ton of Lego train track now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the other one I wanted to show off and I'll keep, um, moonshine in my hand as comparison. Uh, this is the, uh, iron arm. So this is the pants one. He came in pants mode. And he is massive. No so, Whoa. so yeah, he is absolutely massive. And, uh, and, and yeah, man. So he's, he's huge. And, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to getting these guys, you know, combined into their robot modes. Um, but, uh, yeah, absolutely massive. And, and he's heavy as all get out too. So, uh, yeah, um, what a, what a great train mode. Um, you know, you really can't see a lot of uh, of robot stuff from the you know from the base, um, 
these are these are uh, the side hip skirts uh, here, and uh, and these basically you're you splay the legs out, and these each one of these is a leg. So um, yeah, it's you know it's very symmetrical the transformation, and uh, and I kind of like that. I really just have to do everything the same twice. Um, but I wanted to show off the uh, the the gun because with Iron Arm you get the gun for Radiotron and um it's massive so and that's and it's very cool so (laughs) so you get to you get this gun and you can actually um you can actually put it on uh on iron arm here just to kind of you know so he can roll around with it in train mode and i I love that it just that's just impressive um gives you a sense of the size of the combiner yeah he's he's gonna be big now all of these guys will can combine in train mode as well they do come with couplers and uh they can actually combine at the front uh if you just use the little couplers and um you know they just i don't have any to put a freaking train this long <laughs> so so i just i you know i haven't really done them but yeah i'm i'm this week this next week is going to be my week of you know, transforming these guys into their component parts and putting them all together into their Radiotron mode. So next week, you know, what's going to be on trips to the store from me, uh, you know, uh, you know, mostly together Radiotron. So there you go. Uh, Do you have all the figures? No, I, I have four. I have four of the, of the six. That's all that's been released. There's the other one. So yeah, I got, I got all these trains. (laughs) These guys are massive. Jeez. It's it's so big. It's going to be so big. I'm look. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's it. That's all I got this week. It's been a pretty slow week around here as far as you know Transformers go. Uh, I really haven't gone to a store in a very long time. Um. But uh, that's fine. I got trains. Yeah. <laughs> trains are great. All right, Mike. Uh, why don't you show us the trains you got? Trains I got. I got myself a land train. Oh, nice! I got the laser, uh, the laser prime from Legacy, the tanker prime. I wasn't originally planning on picking him up, but when I was in a Target the other day, I saw him, and he was, I think, only forty-five. So I was like, you know what? I haven't bought one in a while, so I'll go ahead and grab that. Uh, I do really love the look of the figure. I wish the trailer was was longer because it does seem a little bit stubby. Yeah, but you know. Not, I'm not that broken up about it. But yeah, it's a really, really beautiful looking figure. The the laser prime is, yeah, he's great. Yep. So that is my first one. It's a good figure. Don't get me wrong. But something that I've had on pre order for a long time finally came in this uh, last week. Fans Toys Hannibal, the head for the. 40-something-inch Fort Max that maybe will come out someday. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, this is a beautiful-looking figure. Now, imagine, like, you can see how how big this figure is. It's, like, as tall as my head. It's going... It transforms back to its head mode, and that's, like, half of my head. Imagine the rest of Fort Max and how big that beast is going to be. Are you going to display it like that or just have a severed head on one of your shelves? <laughs> I'm going to keep it in this mode for now because if Fort Max ever does come out, 
uh, he's this is going to stay in head mode for likely the rest of its life. So you know what? Let me actually take a look at Cerebrus over here while you know while I can. <laughs> I mm-hmm. did transform to the head mode, and you know it it looks good. I mean, it's it's a head mode. You know what? <laughs> There's no really big surprises there. Um, but yeah, looks good. It comes with a base that you like the the head attaches to it. Uh, also, the base is like transformable, so that you can um. You can put like the master sword, which is right here. You can put the that sword into it, and it looks like you know, like it does in the show. So that's cool. Uh, the one nitpick I have about it is that uh, not not Spike. I forget what he's um what he's called in in Headmaster. I think he just called Fortress or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. The head though. Uh, the head is the spring for that. The the connecting mechanism is very tight. And does have a tendency of popping off a little bit. So, like when I'm like like moving the arms around, because it's got a really solid ratchet on that, the head does tend to pop off, which is a little irritating. But you know, how often am I going to move the arms? I just pop the head off first, and that'd be that. Um, but it's got a whole bunch of like neat stuff to it. The chest part comes down just like in. Just like with the the G1 Cerebros, uh, you can see how the the head doesn't quite sit flush with the the rest of the body there, so his stats are not maxed out like they should be. But so that actually changes; it's not a fake. Oh yeah, it actually is the uh, it it does have like the little like rollers, little slider things that the the G1 version That's had nice. as well. So hopefully, hopefully this means that the the actual. Fort Max body will come out at some point, or at least the pre-orders will go up at some point in the future. So I can pop down the money for that. Uh, I fully expect that it'll probably be about a thousand dollars to actually get the the body. That's going to be a big pill to swallow, but yeah, yeah. So here's hoping. Here's hoping. Awesome. I have my doubts. <laughs> me, <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. They're not as uh, as strong as at Metroplex. We uh, we saw a couple weeks back, but. I have my ducks too. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that will do it for Trips to Store this week. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. We are now we're back from Trips to the Store, and we are going to end the show with some feedback. All right. Uh, we have been asking for some feedback and voicemails, and we got one from Brent. So let's see what Brent had to say. Hey, Charles, Daryl, Jeremy, and Mike. Uh, this is Brent from Chicago. Um, recently, Jeremy was asking for more feedback and more voicemail feedback, so I'm going to do both. So I wanted to talk about, you know, what were your craziest or most expensive uh, purchases for Transformer toys, or what is the most amount of money you've ever spent on a Transformer figure? And I have two in mind. Uh, the first one I had you know, a couple of years ago, I bought a G1 Fortress Maximus off eBay for $900 with tax. It was over a thousand. So yeah, that, that definitely hurt the wallet, but the, uh, the absolute craziest purchase I've ever made in my life was, uh, purchasing a G1 Black Shadow, a vintage Black Shadow, you know, one of the three phase sixers from IDW. Uh, and he was also... Uh, very prominent in the Japanese victory cartoon. So guess how much I bought him for off eBay? $2,000. And that's God. before tax Ooh. and shipping. 
son of yes, a... Yes, he and uh, Fortress Maximus were both in incredible, not mint condition, but very good condition, and everything was complete, but man, it's still a lot of money, but I don't regret it. It was a crazy purchase, it was a lot of money, but hey, I love Transformers. So what crazy purchases have you guys made? Have a good one. Take care. Bye. Wow. So I, I don't know if any of us would have something that expensive. <laughs> that I mean, that, that, that was amazing. And my wife would have kicked me out immediately. <laughs> kicked you out. Um, we'd be we'd be searching for your body. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. In terms of expensive toys, probably some of the uh, botcon sets are the most expensive ones I've done. Where there, it's around three hundred dollars, but it, but you don't get just one. You're getting like a set, like a five or so. Um, but I don't know. I I I, I steer more kind of conservative in my purchases and i don't i don't have a, a lot of big money items uh mike what about you i'm actually thinking back on to like what's the most expensive like figures that i've ever picked up uh i've certainly cl- i haven't cleared 900 i know that <laughs> uh i think actually the cerebros that are the the hannibal i picked up might be one of the most expensive figures I bought. I think it was two hundred thirty or so. Um, hmm. Yeah, like I, I don't think I, I don't think I've gone any higher than that. Wait, how much was a uh, victory saber? Oh, that was like one hundred. Yeah, one hundred eighty bucks. One hundred eighty. All right. Yeah, that's like about the average of uh, for like expensive figures that I pick up. Like uh, I've I've grabbed a bunch of third party figures that were that just cleared like one fifty, uh, you know, one seventy, one eighty range, and that has at least for me has been kind of the cap. Um, and usually I just usually I try to find them on sale or at some kind of discount just because you know that. It hurts. <laughs> uh, I think that when if the the Fort Max the Fence Toys Fort Max comes out, then that will certainly be the most expensive figure that I've ever purchased. <laughs> no question on that. Uh, luckily, the f- I still have my Fort Max from when I was a kid, and it's still in pretty good shape. There's some discoloration on it now because it's you know it's like a thirty something year old figure, but. Um, so I don't need to to buy a new Fort Max at least. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have any like you know giant giant purchases. I guess the the most money I would have spent would have been on the trip to to TFCon Chicago that we did uh, back in what 2017, 2016, mm-hmm. 2016. Because you know hotel airfare and everything, and then all the figures that I picked up while I was there. I did it. I did an impulse buy of the the eye gear seekers while I was there. I got a good deal, but still, it was like an impulse buy for them. It's like son of a bitch. <laughs> that was pricey. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's the my 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 biggest stuff. So a a lot of more medium sized purchases than anything else. Yeah. All right, Daryl. How about you? I know you you've probably got some interesting purchases and. I, I With do. With the exchange rate, some more expensive purchases. Right. But um, thinking about it, and, and this was a question that was asked on that um, that show that we've all kind of done recently with uh, uh, TFG1 Mike. Um, he asked about most expensive figure. And uh, I think single figure that I've purchased is currently in your possession. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> is is the Unicron that I bought? Uh, so you know that thing is about six hundred and fifty bucks. 
675 or whatever the hell it was originally is what I paid for it. So that as a single figure was probably the most expensive. Now, that being said, I uh, I own a lot of figures that I got really good deals on or came across. And this was my answer, you know, when, uh, when, when Mike T- TFG, when Mike asked me that, um, is, you know, I own a, uh, a G1 Canadian slag that, uh, I came across at a store that was selling it as a regular G1 slag. So, you know, so I if bought you were to it. sell it. You would be able to make a good deal. I would make a, a, a considerable profit on it. Right. So, you know, I bought it for like 50 bucks and it's worth 300, maybe more. Right. So, you know, I got that, um, you know, working at the, at the store that I work at, um, you know, I was able to just buy with credit my G1 Monstructor, which is complete, right? It's probably a $300 figure. Um, I was able to buy my, my G1 Thunderclash, which is complete. And, you know, it's all these, all these figures that if I were to see them at a TFCon or something like that and see G1 Monstructor, $300, I'm not plunking down $300 for that, right? Because in my brain, handing over the cash, it just doesn't feel the same as just scratching off some numbers on some paper that Mm-hmm. I've done hours for, right? It's just credit. Just scratch off that and hand me the stuff, right? It's like I'm getting it for free where I'm just spending time doing something that I'm enjoying, right? So, yeah, I you know, Brent, you've you've got you've got some serious stuff over there. I've seen, you know, I've seen the uh the Storm Shadow or was what was it? Black Shadow, Black Shadow. Black Shadow. I've seen Black Shadow in person at a at the T, I think it was TFCon USA, uh that TFCon Chicago that we were probably all at. Maybe it wasn't that one, maybe it was a different one, but uh but I saw one there and it was in a box and uh I I man, that was that was expensive and and yeah, I don't I don't even like that's impressive, man. I I'm I'm very impressed with your stuff, uh, Brent. Also, uh, may I may I push you towards our Patreon? Uh, you know, our, <laughs> our you know our very high levels of Patreon. We uh, you know we have uh, we have this thing, and it's it's not uh, you know it's not Black Shadow levels of Patreon, but it's it's Patreon. Um, no, but I'm I'm very impressed with what you've got over there. Um, just just this week, I was just looking at the. Uh, what was it? The Artfire 2000 page. They sent out a, uh, a message saying that they just updated their their site, and it's filled with you know mint in sealed box, uh, you know, Raiden uh, gift set, you know, like twelve hundred dollars, you know, <laughs> all these other extremely awesome Japanese figures that uh, you know mint in sealed box, uh, Black Zarak. Like what the fuck? Where did they find these things? Uh, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in awe of some of these things. There's, there are people out there that are capable of collecting at, at a completely different level than, than I am or we are. And they, you know, I, I bow down to them because 
you know, I, I look around my room and think, you know what, I've amassed quite a collection and it's, you know, I, I, I enjoy it. It's very cool. And I've got some really cool pieces, some really, you know, some really neat pieces that I would consider harder to find. And then there's somebody that walks up and says, hold my beer and let me show you what, what's, what's <laughs> yeah. really hard to find. Right. And, uh, and Brent, you're probably one of those people. And I, and I, and I salute you, sir. Uh, you've got some really awesome, some awesome stuff. And, uh, and that's really cool. So yeah, uh, I've got some cool shit. I like my shit and, uh, oh, and my, 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 uh, my taco tank, uh, that's, uh, you know, he's oh. a, that's yeah. $200 Beast Wars figure, you know, Beast Wars figures really don't get much more expensive than that, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a $200 Beast Wars figure. So yeah, that's uh yeah, that, that, that exists too. Um, that's kind of a crazy purchase too. I mean, that was nuts. I don't, I'm a G1 guy, but I saw this little thing and I was like, what the hell? Why not spend $200 on a Beast Wars figure? I do have a lot of expensive, uh, third party stuff too. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I tend to just buy the stuff and not really think about it after the fact so like right now i'm i like just on trips to the store i was talking about these uh moon studio train bots right each one of them is like 120 bucks uh i don't know what the what the it's i don't know what the u.s price is on them it's uh for two of them it's costing me 303 canadian with with tax so um so yeah so so that times two, I'm going to be buying, I'm going to be paying almost, almost a thousand dollars for this, uh, Raiden when it's done. And, uh, that's expensive for me, right? Like, you know, this one figure is going to cost me almost, a, almost a thousand bucks, right? Um, at one TF con, I bought the, uh, masterpiece star saber, the add-on kit for his hips because they were shit <laughs> and the KFC Simba to make uh victory Leo or sorry, victory saber. And, um, and that was probably a $600 purchase at, at one, at one, uh, TF con. So, you know, I'm not adverse to spending a lot of money on things, but, um, in, in one figure, I tend not to do it. I'll break it up into, into multiple things. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe of your, of your purchases, Brent, that, uh, black shadow is awesome. All right. And we, we do have an email here, uh, from a regular voicemail listener or voicemail sender, but uh, John Forex Loving Good said, I'm in training this month, so I won't be sending a voicemail. That being said, I'm excited for the Lego Optimus Prime. I remember in the early 2000s getting the Creo Jetfire and being insanely disappointed that he couldn't transform. You would, you would have to disassemble him and reassemble him in the other form. I like that this Optimus will be fully transformable. Plus, I can see the Lego community coming up with a trailer for him as well. One that opens up and turns into a battle station. I could see a roller too. Anyhow, talk to you later. So yeah, I think the Lego Optimus Prime is going to be great. And I think the trailer is just a given that, I mean, everyone has made a, a Lego box. So at the very least, people are going to make their own trailers. But then I, I'm sure the Lego community will be making one that can you know open up and also do a roller and, and stuff. So I, I am just, I'm really looking forward to this Lego Optimus Prime as well. Uh, Mike, I don't know if we've talked to you since this was officially announced. Uh, are you big into Lego? Not much anymore, but I might put down the the money for this because it is a nice just conversation piece. So I'd probably like maybe put it out in my living room or dining room or something like that just as like a stand like standalone piece on a shelf. So it'd be kind of awesome. cool. Cool. Well, 
Uh, thanks, John, for writing in, and thanks, Brent, for sending us voicemail. Uh, if you would like to send us feedback, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash feedback, and all the information is there, uh, including a widget that makes it really easy to send us voicemail. And uh, you, you can be like Brent and get your voice on the show. So that is all we got this week for transmissions. Um, Mike, why don't you uh, tell people where they can find you online? Well, you can find me here every month or so uh, talking about Transformers with all of you guys. But you can also check me and all my friends out on Empire of Rust. So please give that a listen. Uh, you know what? Give it a shot. Give it an episode or two. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I, I, I can't I lose count of how many people say, hey, you know, what? I just tried it out. I didn't realize that I needed it in my life. But as soon as they do, they're hooked and they need it. Still trying to get Daryl to give it a shot, but you know, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll give it some time. It'll it'll come around eventually. Do you have well, any we'll good see. jumping on episodes? Uh, let's see. I'd probably start at see at the start of season two. That's a good jumping on point. I want to say that is around episode sixty. I think sixty, sixty-two, something like that. Um, I don't recall uh, off the top of my head the exact number, but yeah, if. Uh, if a, a big backlog of episodes is too much for you, you know, start the, the season two stuff. Start uh, right around episode 60. I think you'll you'll enjoy it, Daryl. Mm. All right. And I think that will be it for transmissions this week. So thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye, all. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.